This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. And we're back. <laughs> this is Anthony. This is David. Um, this is the IC Pixels podcast. Back at it again um, for the what is this nine? Uh, this is uh, ten. Oh, really? Okay. For the tenth time, um, they said we wouldn't be able to do it this long. Um, Who is they exactly? No, no one, no one said that actually. But like in the like in the future I want to look back and then say that they said that we couldn't nobody nobody would have said it but nobody's going to look back and check so yeah that's something I've uh, always thought like a lot of people that say they have all these haters or whatever I feel like they a lot of people I know there are like you know internet trolls and haters and stuff like that but a lot of people feel they talk about they have so many haters and I feel like that's just something you're supposed to say whether you have haters or not yeah, I think it's just people that they want attention, basically. So they, they wish, say they have haters to attract haters or lovers well, or whatever. They'll do something so that they, so that they gain some, so that they create some haters, mm-hmm. so that they can say they can, they have haters, basically. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like people that say I've seen people are, that I think don't have any haters that say they have haters, and by saying they have haters, I feel like then people hate on them because <laughs> I don't they're, know, it's a vicious cycle. They're speaking it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people that say that, that they don't have any drama around them, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and I hate drama. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, I don't want no drama. Anybody that posts that on social media or feels the need to announce that to people, they are the most dramatic people yep. in the room. <laughs> they so. are probably on Love & Hip Hop. Yeah. So, uh, side off topic, kind of. I watched Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York one time recently. Uh, I'm sorry, it's pretty stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I knew that going in, but I was just like, let me at least be aware of what people are talking about. And yeah, I can confirm. <laughs> I it's so. I mean, my girlfriend watches it, and. So I hear it. I don't necessarily sit there and watch it, but I hear it because I may be in the next room or something like that. I just can't. It's just I don't, I don't know why. I don't. I don't get it. It's it's ridiculous. I, I I just I don't get it. I think it's like one of those uh, train wreck things where you know it's gonna be bad, but you can't look away. Oh, I can look away. It's pretty easy. Well, yeah, yeah I can look away too. But this isn't even it's that just bad like that. I can't look away. It's not. It's just I just don't. It. It's. I don't know. I just don't know why. I have no motivation to watch it. It's like I just really don't care about. I mean, number one, I don't know who these people are anyway. Okay, I know. I maybe know who like two people on there are, but the rest of them, I don't know why they're on there. Whatever music or whatever they're making sounds terrible, and I don't know. I mean, I like. I mean, I don't mind reality stuff that has like a purpose or like game shows or something. Not game shows, but. Like competitions and stuff like that. I kind of like stuff like that because there seems like an end goal. Like this mm-hmm. is what they're trying to do. Shows like that, there's no goal. Like I don't know. It's like what is this leading up to? 
I don't know. I guess most people on there are trying to promote an album if they have one. But why don't? But what? I mean, I don't. I don't understand. Like, where does it end? Like, I mean, is it? Why do I care? Like, God, you're asking the unanswerable questions. Oh. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just don't understand why. I, should, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I used to watch The Voice. Like, um, listen, but I mean, you don't have the answer, yeah. Sway. Okay, all right. They don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know some people say they like to just see the drama, and they have to. I just, I just don't care at all. Like, I just, it just stresses me out. Not necessarily their drama on the show. That doesn't stress me out. It, like, people's stupidity stresses me out. It's just. Like, why is this on TV bothers me? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like a lot of those problems that I saw those people going through on the show, and I'm sure they've been going on for like three or four episodes. I could have resolved like one conversation. <laughs> we're going to, you're going to stop yeah. talking about me <laughs> and that's it. Okay. All right. We're good. Yeah. It's like really, I, I, they're not real problems. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I would rather a reality based scripted TV show or something like that. Like that there's a show called This Is Us. It's really good, but it's like that. It's like realistic, but it's I don't know. Well so it's good, a though. show I watched that I eh, it wasn't great, but since this is I guess our T V segment of the podcast, um <laughs> I watched uh on Netflix there's a series called Travelers. I watched that. That's good. Yeah, I, that was good. I saw, I saw the whole thing. I was hoping, like the end. I was like, yeah, that kind of left me kind of weird. And I'm wondering, is there another going to be another season? But I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, yeah, it wasn't that bad because I like I watched uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. I think it is mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow. It's uh oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the leftovers from Arrow and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thought, First season of that was kind of. Uh, I thought it was okay, but it was, it was just a lot of time crap going on. So I thought Travelers second, was interesting. Second season was good though, the Legends. So it got better. In the first season, the end of the season, I saw they like destroyed something that, and they went and killed all the Time Masters or something like that, and then that was the end of the season. Is there a season after that? This is on Netflix, so I assume there is a season after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's go- I mean, I guess I don't know if it was it ended or maybe it's in the middle of the season now or something like that. But yeah, there's a season hmm. going on now. But that, it, it's been pretty decent so far. Um, did you watch? Did you go and watch the Expanse yet? No, I haven't caught that yet. So, what else did I? I watched. Uh, I'm partway through Passengers, and like in the previews, it seemed like the premise of the movie seemed different in the in the uh, previews than what I've noticed now. And what I know is now it's like this guy is like a super creep. So um, when I finish it, I'll let you know what I think. But so far, cool. it's kind of a, a boring movie thus far. Passenger. That's that one where it's the, the guy from The Office and the guy, the girl from like every other movie, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, I think. Oh. And they're on a spaceship and they wake up too early. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to end up watching that at some point, but yeah. Um, well, spoiler kinda, alert. He wasn't on The Office. Oh, no. Uh, Wait, no. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Spoiler alert. What happens is, like, he works, wakes up early 
and he's bored. Mm-hmm. So he wakes her up. Oh, okay. And that's like creepy. Cause then, and then he plays it off like, oh, it's just a malfunction or something. But it's like. Oh, but he woke her up. On, yeah, he woke her so up. He on like purpose. walked around and was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, like, it's crazy, but like they have a little. Did he know her already? No. Or? Did not know her, but there was like a little, I guess, on everybody's pod, you could look up information about them. So he's like oh. researching her and watching her little videos and knows all about her and then wakes her up after going so through like this. Tinder. Uh, it's just creepy. So, so I mean, it's like Tinder. He just was like, oh, okay, this looks good. Yeah, kind of. I'm not... He swiped right. I'm not super right. familiar with Tinder. But... Okay. Um, if it was Grinder, if Grinder is... That's similar? No. I, <laughs> all jokes, but... Um, yeah, that, that movie, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I didn't think it was that great so far. Oh, well, I mean... I was watching Voltron. I like Voltron. That was good. Have you seen that? The cartoon? The new one? Uh, yeah. Where the, like, the, her father's, like, in, like, this computer thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw all of that. That, that one was good. I like that. They have a second season now. Oh, it's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to check that out. No, it, it, it was pretty good, so. So, like. I mean, I was watching some of that, but I fell asleep, so. I've never, <laughs> when I was a kid, I was aware of Ultron, but I never saw it. So now I'm like, oh, this is what I should have been hyped out, hyped about when I was a kid. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't remember exactly. But I remember seeing it sometimes. It wasn't like that. I don't. I mean, I don't know. This, this is better. Yeah. So, so I mean, no, I mean, it, it's, it's cool. So it reminds me of Centurions. You remember that show? Centurions. Where it's like these guys and they, they assemble. They don't become like a massive robot, but they have like a lot of plugins that stick on them. That sounds familiar. I think it was called Centurions. Anyway, it was a the thing that reminds me about it is like all these shows. In order for them to transform into their whatever form, there has to be this mm. cutscene where they're flying through the air and the little parts clip onto them, and then they can land yeah. and fight. <laughs> it's never like Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, Thundercats is the same thing. So it's it's interesting. It makes yeah. it inconvenient. It's like okay, bad guy, pause for a minute. I need to do this cutscene, and then we can fight. I just started Narcos because I hadn't I'd heard good things about it. It was on my list, so I just started that. And I'm working my way through Breaking Bad and everybody that I tell that is like, Well, why are you just watching that now? But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched an episode of Breaking Bad. But it's um, not bad, but I I don't I've know. I wasn't walking amazed. No. I've been walking my girlfriend through the wire. Um, where can I find that? Again, so I, I haven't as Amazon. Oh, <laughs> I'd have to pay for that. But yeah, uh, that's another one where like, so years ago I had never seen the color purple. It was probably like 2010 or 11 when I first saw the color purple for the first time, and people tried to take my black card away. And then also because I haven't seen the wire, people are like angry with me. <laughs> I've seen maybe two yeah. episodes of the wire, so I need to watch that because I know there's a lot of references and jokes that people make in reference to that and I'm like I don't get it or some of them I just know now from being it being repeated so many times I know what the joke is but I don't know the story behind it yeah there's like a meme in there that's like when you see where it comes from it's like oh it's like a popular meme Mm -hmm. the guy looking surprised like oh that's what you know and it's like I don't know 
it's important to for, for meme. Uh, <laughs> I can make more effect, meme more effective memes. Yeah. So it's worth it to watch five seasons, <laughs> and then it will explain to you one of the people that's on Love and Hip Hop. You'll know where she came from. For real? Yeah. Who? Snoop. Oh, yeah, I did hear she was from The Wire. So when I first saw her, Snoop, on Love and Hip Hop, I was like, why is Young M.A. on there? Because <laughs> they, they look similar. Well, they don't look exactly alike, but they have kind of similar hairstyles, similar skin tone. They're on the same. Yeah, they're in the same. They're on uh, the same team. Same... <laughs> what that that What's the word for it? <laughs> they have a similar skew. Yes, you could say. Yeah, but like at first glance, I don't spend that much time looking at Young M.A. I listened to a little bit of her music, but when I saw I was like, oh, she's on Love and Hip Hop. And then when I found out her name was Snoop, I was like, oh, that's somebody else. And also, when you hear her talk, she's got that strong Baltimore accent. Yeah, I mean, on the show, she's exactly... I mean, her name's was Snoop on the show, too. Um, she literally is just... The same person. <laughs> plays herself, yeah, literally. <laughs> Nothing's different, so, I mean... It... <laughs> Well, um, I guess that's it for our TV, movies, and Netflix segment. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, this <laughs> week, uh, what we wanted to talk about was, in light of like the, uh, the inauguration and other things that recently happened, we wanted to talk about dealing with difficult people or clients, be their clients or just other people you have to deal with in life. Uh, I guess most of our stuff <laughs> is going to be in reference to clients. Um well, I know some difficult people as well. Yeah. So I guess it really, honestly, it really depends on what type of difficult people you're dealing with. So I guess what are some difficult people you've run into? Uh, try not to name names. Um. Well, <laughs> there was Kevin Jason. over on <laughs> his Instagram name. <laughs> Leaning Treeway. Um. Oh, well, I think of, I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of difficult people. I guess I've had to deal with. Um. A lot of times, it boils down to miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Um. You, well, you've got the people that. You, it's just a matter of miscommunication, and then you've got people that are just stubborn. Yeah. Um. And then you've got people that are just dumb. I try not to deal with those. Yeah, I, I think that's part of the key is to like figure out who, what, what type of person are you dealing with? Mm-hmm. Is this somebody that's just either just an idiot or maybe they're uninformed? Yeah. Well, yeah. Or are you dealing with somebody that's just stubborn? Even if you present them with things, they're not going to change their mind. Or are you dealing with somebody that you just don't speak the same language? Yeah, I think those are probably the three main categories that I've ever run into in term, from a business perspective. I mean, there's just other annoying people you have to deal with in life. But they probably all fall, fall into those same categories. Um, what? So I guess let's talk about approaches for each kind a little bit. For the communication issue, so I've had to deal with some clients that... Um, some examples of annoying client communication is like... I have some clients that like to email and so they'll send an email with a list of changes and then they'll send another email with different changes or that contradicts the first email and another email and another email and another email and then you'll get like 47 emails from them with changes that may contradict each other and may like you know um, 
overlap and stuff like that. So then when I do read my emails, I'm like, what do I do? Like, how am I going to, I have to decipher, spend like 30 minutes deciphering just their emails in order to determine what changes need to be made. And in that case, I've also had situations where I made changes that didn't need to be made or didn't make changes that did need to be made because of just instead of consolidating their communication, it was just like uh, email diarrhea type of situation. I know we've talked about that before. Um, Also, I have customers had customers in the past where they just like to talk on the phone and because I'm dealing with other customers or I don't have service right now or I just don't want to talk to you, then phone is not an option, not always going to be an option for me. And so those type of customers, I've had situations where they get frustrated with me or just like things will be held up because they couldn't find it within themselves to write a like a two sentence email that said, hey, can you update this website and change this or can you email this person or whatever like simple requests become complicated because they didn't want to take the time to write a text message or send an email uh, yeah um how do you manage people like that <laughs> like how do you i don't know so if you're a phone centric person then what i try and do like if you just want to talk on the phone, then I tell you it, it. I'll schedule a time to talk to you because often I'm busy during the day, and so I don't always have. I'm not always like on call, so I can't just answer the phone all the time. And sometimes I just don't want to answer the phone, so I'll schedule a time to talk to them. Um, and that seems to work best, especially if I know that's how you want to communicate. Then I can plan ahead and work with that. But I'll also let them know like if this is something you want urgently, send me an email. Yeah, because you can't just be blowing up my I, phone. I'm not. I'm not still not going to answer. Yeah, and I mean, and there are some things. I mean, if you, if you're somebody that, you, I think you know. If, I mean, if you find yourself in the position of a client or just somebody trying to communicate with somebody, you need to understand like your what, how you're most effective at communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes, I mean, just like on the internet with other things, I mean there's a lot of subtlety of conversation lost in email or in text and people get offended and like just misunderstand what's going on because they don't, they don't understand like what, you know, they're missing the context of things or just something is lost in the, you know, something's lost in the conversation. So, um, if you're somebody that, you know, you're classically misunderstood, then you need to find the best way to communicate that with like somebody you're dealing with or like somebody that you're hiring to do something mm-hmm. just, just to be sure. Um, because some people, I mean, I would rather talk to them on the phone cause we can get to the point. Yeah. Um, well, I think it depends you know, like, on the, what we're trying to communicate too, because like if yeah. we're just talking about like hypothetical ideas and stuff like that or whatever planning and stuff like, like deadlines, I don't mind doing that on the phone, but if you're sending me specifics or like, Hey, can I want it to look like this website or I need this color, then you yeah. got to send that an email links. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, are you with a computer? Okay. Look at this link with me while we're on the phone. No, email me the link, yeah. text me the link. Yeah. I mean, and that's the, I mean, I'm just getting a little bit, a lot of people I deal with, I mean, I am completely comfortable with just dealing with dealing with them over email. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I guess it depends on the 
on the project. Some things they're not that it's not really necessary to do all that. Um, but if you're dealing with something where you're trying to develop a new concept, sometimes it's it, the conversation is needed. Um, like just this book that I'm illustrating for a lady. I mean, we need to talk on the phone to do that because she needs she wants to explain, you know, just different ideas or whatever and go over ideas with me for what she wants. I mean, and that's possible to do in email, but sometimes that collaboration is easier to do quicker just to have a conversation real quick. So, yeah. Um, so I think in dealing with someone who has either the chooses the wrong mode of communication or has a preferred mode of communication that may not jive with your preferred mode of communication or your timing or your schedule, I think the best thing to do is probably mm-hmm. to, you know, if they prefer a phone call, call them. When you talk to them, say, look, going forward, it's going to, if you want to reach me quickly, it's best to email me. If you need to send me yeah. changes, you need to email me. If you want to just discuss regular stuff, you can talk on the phone or whatever, something like that, so yeah. that you can kind of set a uh, set some ground rules in terms of communication so that there's not an issue. Because, like, another yeah. communication issue I've had is also where, like, a person will email me some changes. They'll call me and leave me a voicemail with some other stuff they want done, and they'll text me with some different stuff. And so I'm like, well, can we get all this in one place? Because I do check my voicemail occasionally. I do read my text messages. I do check my email. But it, if it's all scattered like that, then it's definitely when I sit down to work, I might not have my phone by me or I might not be looking at my text messages or whatever. So it's, it's possible to get things lost. So it's like we got to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and some people, I mean, because I've, I've worked with some people that you will send multiple emails and Skypes and everything <laughs> a bit of a, you know, just to work on things. I'm just used to that from them. And it's like, we have to work together for years. So it's a, we know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, you know, we talk when we need to and we email when we need to and all whatever. Um, but you may have to take some steps at the beginning of the relationship. If it's a new one to actually figure out what actually works, yeah. you know, it be it like a client or <laughs> that relationship relationship you made it a talk it out first before you just text each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> so all right so uh we talked about communication issues I, I believe that's probably a large portion of the problem quote-unquote problem clients as i deal with our communication issues but then stubborn clients um I have some stubborn clients, but I feel like if you're stubborn, if your stubbornness is something I can predict, you know, I obviously the first time I won't know, but over a while I'll be able to figure out that you're stubborn and you like things your way. And then if I, as long yeah. as I can predict it, then I, it's easy to deal with or easier to deal with because then I can make a choice. Yeah. Like, is this stubbornness something I'm willing to deal with or not? Cause if not, then no more work for you. Yeah, I mean, when I've dealt with that, it's like, okay, well, this is how this person is, so I'm going to finish this project. Because usually what happens is they want something specific or they have, like, all these changes because they, you know, they want they, they want to have complete control of it. They want somebody that knows how to operate the program for them. Yeah, they don't want a designer. And, yeah. And so, I mean, usually 
down the road by the time we finished a project I don't care about whatever I created anymore anyway because it wasn't it's not what me and my professional opinion think will work usually and it's not something we were able to discuss and come to you know a middle ground or whatever so it's just something I made for them and I don't care about it anymore so usually after that I just distance myself from the person honestly yeah I have some people like that that I work with and honestly those are type of people I charge more and 90% of the time the work is never going to end up in my portfolio because like you said it's not it's not really my it's my work like I put in the effort I moved the mouse but they were pushing for what they wanted design wise and color wise and all that type of stuff and 90% of the time it might be acceptable, but it's not. It's definitely not going to end up in my portfolio. Yeah, I mean, because you're not. I don't know. They're they're coming for you for your professional opinion. I mean, and that, that's not like a cocky thing or like a stubbornness on our part or whatever. It's just you know. Well, it's not that they want your opinion. You shouldn't use Comic Sans. I mean, I don't know. What, well, they don't what want. Do want? I mean, it seems like the just, ones I deal with, they don't want my opinion. They just want. I I came up with this idea. It may be bad, but I need you to replicate it in Photoshop or in Illustrator or whatever as a website. I don't want necessarily want your yeah. opinion on what I did. Now, what I have done in some cases with those types of people is over time, like as you build rapport with them, I've been able to inject some of my opinion here and there and get them to listen. Yeah. But it's not it's it doesn't happen immediately. They have to basically build a trust and say, well, okay, well, David knows what I want. Yeah. After I know what they want, it's easy to like if I know you like you like a certain style of design, then every time you come to me, I can easily replicate that and spit it out fast and get it to you. And once I've done that several times, then it's easier for me. Once I've like kind of proven myself, it's easier for me to inject some better design in there or some of my own opinions here and there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that you know, that goes back to communication. Like you've talked, you've you've built a rapport or whatever, and yeah, they have some trust in you. I mean, I understand not completely trusting somebody in the first place, but that's why you look at their resume. That's why you look at their portfolio and just see what you know, just see their work. Um, but yeah, because I was going to say it sounds like a trust issue. Why they are so stubborn about it? It's like somebody with a control, like control issues, where they have to, they don't know how to do it themselves but they have to be all the way in on it every time. And it's, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's almost like somebody micromanaging yeah. you, which is just not, it's like, I mean, I understand the intensity if it's a new person or whatever you're dealing with, but like after a while, like dude, back off. Like, I mean, well, this is, <laughs> you don't need somebody. Like, to do um, that, I was so. talking to my uncle one time and he told me, if you deal with somebody, well, we weren't talking to this, about this specifically, but we were talking about basically people that come back and try and micromanage the project and ask for a bunch of changes and have like really strong ideas about the design that they want implemented. And he was like, well, in that case, what I do is I charge them for two designers. I'm going to charge them for my work and I'm going to charge them for their work because they want to be on the design team too. So you had two designers hey. on this project. You got to pay for both of them. <laughs> hey, no, yeah I like so that when idea. i know if i if i work with you before and i know you're like that then unfortunately you're going to get charged more just for hassle because i know there's going to be a lot of back and forth 
I mean, even if it's not a lot of back and forth, I just know I'm not going to be able to use this in my portfolio for the future. Yeah. So I need to be paid. I need to get some kind of compensation for my time. Well, and if you, you, you know, you generally have an idea in mind how long a certain project's going to take you. But if you know this person, it's definitely going to take you longer than, than that. Then you got to charge yeah. them more. <laughs> even if it's, you know, it's not more complicated than uh, all the other projects you've done like that. It's just that, you know, they're going to change a bunch of stuff and it's going to take longer. So they're going to get charged for it. You got to let them know that. Um, I mean, as long as they don't, I mean, I'm willing to deal with somebody like that as long as I know they're going to pay. Oh, you know, if you're like um, that and you don't pay, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. pick a struggle. Well, that again, <laughs> if I know you're like that, I need a deposit up front. If you're easy to deal with, good on the money and all that stuff, I then I still need a deposit up front, but I might not ask for it all the time. Because <laughs> there's some people that, like, in the midst of a project, things change, and I need to get money, and I won't necessarily ask for a deposit or ask for, you know, additional money right then because I know they're good for it. I don't have to worry about it. Other people, just because of the hassle, I'm like, well, I'm going to be hassled about this yeah. for the next couple hours, so let me get some money now so I can stop thinking about it for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and that's an earned privilege yeah. to, you know. I mean, that's that's just something you have to build yeah. up over time. And if you are somebody like that, make sure you don't take advantage of that. <laughs> you know, if you have a relationship with somebody, don't take advantage of it because I don't know that I don't know. That's not a that's not what a decent person does. So <laughs> true, true. All right, so I guess the last one we wanted to talk about was <laughs> ignorant people. Uh, and there's yeah. more than one type of that. There's the people that just what did you mean by that? Can't get right. And then there's the people that just well, they just don't understand. They don't understand the scope of the project that they're asking. They don't know what they're asking for, basically. Um. Or they're they they come to you as like, oh, I want to make this and this, and I want to you know to do this or whatever, and it's like. No, that doesn't work. That's not going to work. It's not going to happen. You don't need a flash intro on your website. You don't need this or whatever. You know, just just um, and that. But that's with somebody. That, I mean, if they're op- willing to learn, mm-hmm. then that's fine. Just hopefully they're not ignorant and stubborn. <laughs> you know, because there's people that I've dealt with that they come and they have an idea and they're like, but I don't know about this. You know, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? It's can is it possible? Um, and you know, and that that's what you ideally want. Then you have, you're in a position where you can yeah. educate somebody. You can walk into it, and I mean, you've got like a sale there. You got you know, you got a new client, and they they you're earning their trust by educating them on you know what to do. They're teaching them some best practices and stuff like that. Um, but then you got people that just want it their way, even if it's a bad idea. I mean, they're stubborn, and it's not a good idea. So I mean, I don't know. It, it, well, like, in terms of ignorance, I've, I've definitely dealt with customers that had, uh, I guess you could say, grandiose and unrealistic expectations of what their budget could do. And also, like, what the internet yeah. could do. And um, I'm trying to think yeah. of an example, but I can't think of anything good right now. Well, a simple one is, I mean, I've dealt with it a lot. A lot of people know that now, but it's the, you know... Oh, I've just put my website up, and why aren't people coming to my website? You know, 
<laughs> I have a website. Why is nobody coming like, to it? I don't you know? get annoyed with that but, type of a situation because it's like, well, okay, you just don't know how the internet works. I can tell you that. I can send you a YouTube video or something. Yeah. But like, I've had people that want a site that just does, like, so when Obama was elected, I worked with not, not my president. <laughs> um, I, I got contacted with by a bunch of people wanting to like do. There was like a lot of inauguration parties and stuff like that because I, I live in, near DC, so people wanted to basically collect money for inauguration parties and stuff like that, and post inauguration events, stuff like that. So, um, one person contacted me about that, and they wanted to be able to accept credit cards on their site, not PayPal, nothing like that. And they contacted me like two days before they needed it done. They didn't know anything about SSLs or uh, Authorize.net or anything that you need to do to actually process credit cards on the a website. And then they yeah. got mad at me because I'm like, no, that's not gonna, that's not possible. You could do PayPal. That's about it. Um, at this late in, day and time, because they wanted that stuff set up and they needed me to actually build the site. And it's like, well you're being unrealistic and you don't realize the level of effort and the amount of things that have to be done to make this work. Cause this, this wasn't like last year, like currently it's a little easier. You can do stuff more quickly, but back then it was a little more difficult, um, depending on what tool you were using and that, that type of stuff. Uh, yeah. Cause I think that site I was building in Joomla just to show how long ago that was. Mm. I mean, Joomla is still around, I think, but I don't use it anymore. But, um, <laughs> Like that type of ignorance, ignorance, and then getting mad at me because I point out like how it's not going to work. That's what bothers me. If you just don't know how things work, how the internet works, how to get hits on your site, how to organize your content or whatever, I've had to answer a lot of those questions like 57 million times already. So I know exactly what to say. I can have a quick conversation with you and guide you into the right stuff to do. But yeah. if you're ignorant and like adamant, adamantly ignorant and not willing to listen then that's where it's like all right i can't deal with you yeah i mean you get up in the morning and google how to put your pants on like everybody else does <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know where it's going with that but um yeah no i mean there, there's some they should have they should have planned that out earlier yeah so that's uh I guess that's a different type of uh, annoying customers, like the one with unrealistic expectations. And I think that's probably a better way of describing yeah. the ignorance because I've been approached by tons of people that are ignorant. But if you're like, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I came to you because you're an expert. Then I'm like, perfect. We can work. As long as you, like, as yeah. long as you brought some money with you, we're good to go. Because <laughs> I can school hey. you or I can... I always tell people this. Uh, I can teach you how to do it like updating your website or whatever, or you can pay me to do it. One or the other. Um, it's up to you. Cause I'm, I'm not trying to be like a knowledge hoarder. Either way I'm on charge. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll charge you either way, <laughs> but I'm not trying to be a knowledge hoarder. So I'll teach you. <laughs> I'm not going to teach you how to yeah. develop websites. I'm not going to teach you how to do graphic design, but if you want to maintain your site or update your Twitter or whatever, I'll teach you how to do it. Or you could pay me to do it. Yeah, you can give them the yeah, tools yeah. and teach a man to fish. Yeah, I mean, there's enough free things out there. You can point them in the direct right yeah. direction. Yeah, without you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, because honestly, like the other kind of just like dumb people in general, I, I honestly haven't dealt with a lot of people like that. Yeah, um, there are people that I knew were a certain way, and I just did not want to do business with them, just because I knew how they were. Or just I just didn't like them for some other thing disconnect other reason 
and they approached me about something. I'm just like, no, nah, I don't, I didn't, you know, basically new phone who this. <laughs> yeah, if you're like I aggressively just, dumb, then I probably like, unfortunately, a lot of the people I deal with, I don't know them personally. Like working with them is when I get to know them. I don't, some people, I, like I get a lot of referrals from other people, so I don't know. And so a lot of times I ask questions or I ask around in my circle to find out if people know like hey you heard of timothy like is he crazy does he pay is he legit and that's usually how i figure out what i want to do but if i like can't find anybody yeah. in my circle that knows anything about you then it's just taking a risk and you gotta it's all about cya at that point yeah well i mean and what i'm thinking about is people that i people that i know I know yeah, them. If I know you, and because I know them, I don't like them. If I actually know you when you approach me about something, then I'm, you might get the curve. You definitely get curved if I don't want to work with you, unless unless you come with that bag, <laughs> then I might consider it. Like that's unfortunately maybe I'm shallow, but that's how you can compensate for just being a terrible person. I might work with you if you have the money. But there's some people there's honestly a couple of people out there that had like they didn't do right on the money and now if they come back to me I'm like sorry no nah, I don't I don't even do websites anymore yeah no I mean I have there's somebody they I don't know name. I mean I didn't like I just didn't Give like name. the way they approached me with the <laughs> <laughs> Susan no. um Actually, I don't remember their name, honestly. But um, I didn't. I didn't even save their number in my phone, honestly. I just didn't like the way they conducted business. I mean, well, I mean, they wanted a project, and then they were kind of annoying about it. And then, um, they wanted to me to rush it, rush the project, and rush and finish it. And they wanted all these changes, and then they asked for a discount. Oh, that's after being late on payments like no you can't do all of that yeah so i unfortunately i have a repeat person that has done that asked for like fifty-seven thousand changes not pay for like six months then ask for a discount and it's like sorry i'm definitely not giving you a discount and you're annoying sorry like no, it's yeah, okay. you have to, you gotta pick a struggle. Either be late or ask for a discount. Don't I mean don't ask for like, oh well no, can I get a buddy discount? Like, no. No. You didn't you're you're late with paying already. You can't be late and ask for a discount. Yeah, if you paid me early up front or were willing to, then I'd consider yeah. but I, I honestly don't do the discounts thing. This isn't this isn't Safeway, this isn't C V S. You don't get there's no extra care bucks nope. you can use here. No government handout. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is exactly why we're building this wall for you people with your hands out on welfare. No, I mean there's there's people that I you know that I know that I may give a lower rate or whatever, but I mean it, I don't know just on the strength of it maybe. Yeah, but, but I'm, or the people I give discounts it's, it's to they on... never ask for it. I just give yeah. them a discount. Yeah. Or if you're just honest up the front and like, look, I ain't got that much money, then I'll say, I'll see what we can work out and I'll give you a good rate. Yeah. Yeah. If I want just to. Be, yeah. Just be straight yeah. with me. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I mean, I'm flexible, but you know, just be honest. Don't, yeah, don't, don't wait to the end of it and then be like, uh, I mean, you don't, I mean, that doesn't work 
you can't do that when you're eating out at a restaurant. You can't do that when you're buying. I mean, you can't. This, the real world doesn't work like that in other places. You're going to pay up. So what I do, with, <laughs> so I have several people like that, unfortunately, that have crossed my path. And so for people like that, if I, there's there's a time when I have to make a choice. Like, does this customer get fired? So I have fired some customers. I, I don't know if I've always let them know that they've been fired, but basically. <laughs> new phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I'll just stop answering calls or emails or whatever. Or, well, I don't always do that. Or I'll just be like, sorry, I'm busy. I can't help you with this project right now. But if yeah. I do continue to deal with you for whatever reason, like sometimes work is slow. It's a Friday. You're bored. You ain't got nothing else to do. You ain't got no job. So I'll take on work from them again. But if you've done that to me in the past in terms of, just being annoying or asking for ridiculous discounts after the fact or just any of that type of stuff, then you may have to pay for the whole thing up front. And yeah. if not, you're going to pay 50% up front and my rate's going to be higher. And like, I'm not going to, it's going to be a bunch gonna, of ground rules gonna, to hopefully protect myself from you. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to do, not, they're not going to do any of that. <laughs> That's the reality. Yeah. They're gonna find somebody else that they can. Well, no, no, no. no. Like so, there's at least two people I can think of that are annoying like that. But I think in the back of their mind, they realize they're annoying, and they also realize I do really good work. And so when they come back and the rates are higher and there's a lot of stipulations up front, they generally, at least some of them, will accept it because they're like, okay, well, I really need this work done, and they know they can't get it anywhere else. Like in the time, like yeah. with the quality and the time frame and the cost and all that sort of stuff, it's not possible to get anyone else to do it. So it's like, well, oh, I'll suck it up and try and not be annoying this time. But I think that's just like, you know, women in relationships and I guess guys in relationships too. If you've been hurt before, you kind of protect yourself. So that's what I do, especially if it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is Ray Ray is coming back to beat me again? Okay. Well, this time I'm going to take some karate classes or whatever. Or stop dating Ray Ray? Well, yeah, so that's the other thing I should probably do. <laughs> I'm like a battered uh, that's a battered option. spouse who keeps going back. I, I don't do it much, but like, honestly, there are times when, you know, business is slow and I don't really have anything else to do. And if you hit me up at that time, I'm vulnerable. <laughs> you, need turn, you need to turn on some... Mary Turn J. Some Blige Warren Hill or, or something. Some K. Michelle or some uh, uh, what's that other one's name? Ah, oh, I forgot her name. I don't listen to any else. But... Whatever case, one of those like yeah, scorned, scorned lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, what are what are those people? Ah, what is her name? I can't remember her name. She's from California. I'm sure you'll remember it at some point. Yeah, I had it in my head a while ago. What is her name? I don't know. Whatever the case. One of those. One of those. You need to turn that on and just. You talking about the one that was beat up by Dr. Dre? Michelle? I don't know what type of music she does. No. I don't know. I don't know what she makes. (laughs) Um, No, it was more recent than that. From California? I forgot her name. Yeah. And this is very important to the podcast, so if you know, leave a comment or something. Yeah, and the only way I can think to describe her isn't really Lady of Rage. <laughs> no. I don't remember her name. She ain't really out here doing Oh, you're talking about nowadays, the one so uh, whatever. 
she had a reality show with her, like her mom was on it. Yeah. And, yeah, she was like cracking yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I can only remember one thing about her, and I was like, well, that's not really appropriate. But uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember her name. Like the one with the... No, I shouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't... I forgot her name. But um, yeah, turn that on. <laughs> that's the one we're getting to, and just tell yeah, them. I'm not putting up this with this anymore. I've had enough of your, your mess. Yeah. Or turn on some... Uh, when, they, when they call you, turn on some... Uh, uh, gangster boo. <laughs> like, what them dollars at? What them dollars? Well, I feel like you know. so. I feel like when you do go back to those people that you know have treated you wrong from a business perspective, and you just allow them to continue to do it just for money, you're cheapening yourself, and you shouldn't do yeah, that. There's a lot of people out there that will pay yeah. you on time. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of times these people are your friends or people in your peer group or people in your race, but um, yeah. not always though, because there there's somebody I can think of right now that owes me money that is not one of my people, but uh, my people being people that pay on time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I, I yeah. I've yeah, I've lost some. I've never. I don't want to say I lost some friends, but I've lost, lost respect, respect for some friends. Some a level of respect for some friends uh, as a result of this type of stuff. And so yeah, I yeah, friends in business don't always mix. And so I like I've yeah. told people before, like if you're kind of in my circle, I know you, or I grew up together, went to school together. I probably don't want to do business with you, unless like we're cool but that contradicts <laughs> uh, uh instagram post you made a while back about supporting yeah your I, circle. I want to support people i know but i feel like i need to get to maybe so some some people i can be friends with you but i can't be do business with you because i see how you are in terms of business like there's people i'm cool with yeah. we can joke around we can hang out we can watch a basketball game or whatever but we can't do business together yeah, that yeah. may not be your relationship. Yeah. They may not be for that. Per- yeah, I mean, and if it's a real friend, then they will respect. Like, okay, well, I need to pay yeah, this yeah. person or whatever. Because I have real friends like that. It's like you know, they send me work, I do work, and they pay me like immediately, like day of kind of stuff like that. And I love that. That's amazing when that happens. But there's other people where it, yeah, isn't like that. I mean, honestly, those yeah, are yeah. close can... friends. I, I don't know. I have some close I don't friends know if it's that because just are of... not like. 100 with the business that's okay because i'm not gonna do business with them <laughs> yeah you gotta take business, friends but, business I mean, are two separate things for me it's great when you can do business with your circle but yeah. sometimes you can't but maybe you need a new circle yeah you just need to diver- diversify maybe that's not you can yeah you yeah, can have yeah, more than one I have circle. circles of friends and then i have circles that are business people and the business people are not all my friends or not the you know they're not the same people it's different people which is okay yeah I mean yeah sometimes it can be the same people but I mean yeah I mean usually the people that I yeah I mean yeah it, sometimes it can be the same be, be the same people but not always I mean I don't I don't consider myself having as somebody that has a lot of close friends or whatever I and mean, the people I do consider close friends I know they pay me right up yeah straight well, up that's I think that's the important part is like 
if I asked you to do some work for me or you did some work, like I asked one of my friend, other friends to do work for me, um, I'll value that friendship enough that I will pay them because I know money could potentially, well, I know it could potentially affect the friendship. So if you don't value my friendship, you're not going to pay me and we're not going to be friends anymore. So in contradiction to what JD and Jay-Z said, money is a thing. It it matters. And it doesn't even have to be money because I've had people who made other like commitments, non-monetary stuff they said they you know i'll be out with this or whatever and still didn't come through so money is just the the conduit for this particular conversation but the person who doesn't come through doesn't come through i mean most of the time i mean usually what it boils down it's not necessarily just the money it's the trust issue yeah it's trust and respect if you respect respect me yeah you'll pay me yeah don't you're gonna try and ask for a discount or some other crap so yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean there's ways to do that without disrespecting somebody. You know? Yeah. You let them know up front that you ain't got it. Or, <laughs> hey, things have changed since you started. Like, I feel like if if I'm working on something for you and then you suddenly lose your job, let me know as soon as that happens. Yeah. So that I can stop <laughs> or I can yeah. adjust. Yeah. Or you let me know. I was like, okay, okay, well, I can give you this now for now. I mean, okay, cool. I mean, I can live with that if I know, you know. Just let me know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it goes back to the communication thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, this all is all advice you can use in any kind of relationship. Communicate, you know, have respect for the other for other people and, you know, what they're what they got going on in their life or whatever. Um Yeah, I mean, you know, try to have a perspective, like put yourself in their shoes, but you know, just be a, try to be a decent person. I mean, you know, I know a lot of crazy stuff is happening nowadays, but you know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta be the change you want to see in the world. Yep. When everybody is a dollar, you be the change. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess uh, I think the major point in terms of dealing with difficult clients and people is a communication. Because um, I think if, if you this applies to other relationships as well, but like as long as you upfront communicate what you want and what you're expecting from the business relationship or from the transaction, then you've at least set the groundwork and if the person doesn't do what they're supposed to do then you know they, they were warned yeah it's good african 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 <laughs> acronym so besides uh communicating your expectations for you know your relationships with your clients and stuff like that, I, I feel like that's the main thing. Um, other than the, that, I mean, that's, uh, that's the basis like, of any good relationship is communicate. Yeah, I think <laughs> also it's important to like when they do stuff that's inappropriate or whatever that you communicate that as well in a respectful manner, obviously. But like yeah. let them know because I think that's something that I've noticed 
It's crazy. Yeah, it does sound crazy, but I think that is kind of a reality is that you people on some level will push your boundaries just to see when you'll tell them to stop. Just yeah, well, people, they, people want to know what they can get away with. Yeah, yeah, that's an appropriate way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So people want to know what they're going to get away with. So when they can't get away, you got to let them know, hey, no, you can't get away with that. No, that's not appropriate. Yeah, you have to, you know, let people know that you need to re- you need to show that you have re- respect for yourself and that they need to respect that. Yeah. And I think if you and, do that, you're you should be good for the most part. And then, of course, well, there's got to be consequences. Like if you're just a terrible person, you're going to cut off. And you're not gonna. Yeah, I'm I mean, not gonna pay. You're not gonna get your work. Yeah, and I think like to tie in the first point is like with communication. You need to set the tone for that. You know, if it's a new relationship or a new you know client or whatever. You know, whatever the case, you need to set the tone for that. Yeah. If you want to be respected, you need to lead with that. I mean, sometimes that can be difficult when you're dealing with somebody that you've known for a long time, and you've already. You know, they already have expectations. Yeah, yeah, or they've you know taken advantage of you in the past, and they think they can still get away with it. That's that can be a little more difficult. You have to you know reassert your you know reassert your your self respect or whatever in some kind of way. But if this is a new relationship, then yeah, start it off strong. Like I mean, that's not, not trying to you know dominate somebody or nothing like that. But you know, just let them you know show them respect so that they understand the respect that you want in return yeah and i think i think that's one area where well in relation to that where i haven't done what i needed to do is like there has to be consequences just like with little kids do you tell them not to do something 57 times and eventually you're gonna have to has to be some punishment you can't just be like you better stop you better stop because they'll realize that there's no there's no nothing behind that so i think also when dealing with clients you have to have there has to be some repercussions uh for the actions so like if they're not communicating in the way that you asked them like look if you send me changes through text message it's going to take longer if you send me texts changes in a voicemail i might not get to them as fast as i will through email so if they're doing that then sometimes i will just because i'm like well i just want to get this done so i'm just going to still do things as quickly as possible and not stick to my guns in terms of what i said I needed in terms of communication. Like if I told you, you need to send me changes via email, I shouldn't accept anything you sent me through a text. Yeah. Uh, but I don't always do that. And therefore it, it kind of weakens the whole respect thing. Cause you're like, Oh, I can get away with that. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just got to tell people it's like, Hey, can you send me that an email? Like, I mean, just, or even like, you know, just the way your preferred manner means of communication. Like sometimes it may just feel like, all right, well, I don't, I mean, even if you have my number, I mean, maybe I don't want you calling me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially if they're not respectful of your time or something like that. And they'll like, you know, text and call you at any time of the day. Yeah. I've had issues with people just calling all kinds of late hours of the night. And then I don't call people like after nine or so. Um, unless it's like an urgent thing where I know we're both up working on something, then if it's a deadline issue, then I, I might contact you, but I'm going to text you or email you 57 times before I do that. But, um, yeah, I've had people that just don't respect that. And at that point I just stop replying. Like I have business hours, even though like I'm freelancing or whatever, I still have business hours where there's a time when you can't reach me. 
and yeah. it's for a reason and it's not that I'm not by my phone it's just you can't reach me right now yeah what's the third point do we have a third point uh <laughs> complete the acronym be the change the African what was the acronym I don't know when I don't know. What was the first point? <laughs> Communicate. Yeah. The second one is uh, set boundaries and stick to them. Respect. Re- put some respect on your uh, business relationships. Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of people don't treat uh, the same, don't uh, put the same amount of effort or same weight on business relationships that they do on their own personal relationships or whatever. Or vice versa. Yeah. Well, because there's no money involved. So they feel like they can manipulate their way out of whatever the situation. Even though, I mean, there could be money involved and there are consequences probably more immediate. But it they're not as easy to quantify. That's the word for this. Dude. <laughs> quantify. Um, quantify. <laughs> well, I think that's the other thing uh-huh. about it is like in some of these situations where I've dealt with annoying people and stuff like that, like we talked about, I didn't, I didn't do any of the stuff we talked about. We've talked about, I didn't set ground rules. I didn't ask for money up front. I didn't establish like, this is how I want to be communicated with. I didn't uh, like have any consequences for them not doing things the way I asked them to do it. So the relationship went off the rails early and I was just like, well, I need this money. I'm just going to keep doing it. You sound like a prostitute. Yes, right I now. do. So, uh, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I just kept doing it because I had to. I needed the money. I had to get my fix. Um, hey, but it, it sounds terrible, but that's exactly how it went. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Uh, I didn't have enough respect on my name personally mm-hmm. and so I was like well I'll accept this crappy behavior from this, this person because I want their money and then in the end they were asking me for a discount and that's when it's really, that's when I started getting pissed because it's like what <laughs> I did all this for this money and now you don't want to give me the money <laughs> yeah and then you're bitter and then yeah or you didn't charge them yeah it, ugh, I hate that and that's happened to me so many times you've done all this work and you're bitter because you didn't you feel like you didn't charge me enough but then it's like awkward because it's like well I don't know. But I think that that uh I don't know. Yeah, just just work on communication and show respect and get respect. Like, you know, demand it from other well, people. I think, I think you know, asking for money, getting a deposit up front and all that type of stuff helps set the tone. Yeah. Cuz if you don't, then I don't know. The person can definitely feel like I'm getting all this for free. This is awesome. <laughs> and then when they're finally, you finally finish the project and you ask them for money, they're gonna be like, "What?" It's just yeah. like that. Uh, there's a, I think it's a Seinfeld. I'm pretty sure it's Seinfeld, but he's talking about like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and it's time to order, it doesn't money is no op- object. You're like, "Oh, give me this and give me that and whatever, all this other stuff." You're asking for everything, but then when it's time to pay. You know, it's been 30, 40 minutes later and it's time to pay. You're like, what? Who asked for this? <laughs> what, was, what was I thinking? <laughs> and that's kind of the way it is with, uh, yeah, it's just directly applicable because it helps 
if you pay a little bit up front. <laughs> it helps you keep in mind. Yeah, like, no, it sets, the, it sets the tone and it can help with like a timeline and all. I mean, it, I think it's good for the clients and for the, you know, person doing yeah. the work. So. Good. All around. All right, so we don't really have an acronym, but that's okay. Yeah. CR. <laughs> I don't know what the rest Correct. of it is. So if you can make all our ramblings, ramblings into an acronym, feel free to share it with us on Twitter at uh, Alien Muffin or on Instagram at Alien Muffin. Um, make an acronym out of the word of the week. Quantify. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Alien Muffin everywhere. Um... I think that's yeah. it. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully, uh, you learned something from what we talked about. If you didn't learn anything, that's fine because I feel like I learned something, and I'm gonna apply what I learned uh, to my life and stuff. Same for me. Tomorrow is New Year, New Me. You can't keep saying that. I'm like, <laughs> it's January 22. Well, it's my birthday tomorrow, so I can say that. Okay, this is your last chance.